Those of us with English as our first language have a lot of privilege in the world when it comes to books. Not only are a large number of books published primarily in English, but we also get the translations of books from other countries from around the world. Despite this, a lot of us still stick to the books that were just written in English to begin with, and sometimes there are translated books that we don't even realise are translated. Hey folks, it's Abby, and today I'm going to be talking about seven of my favourite translated works. Quite a few of these I didn't know were translated before I actually read them, some of them because I read them as a child. Out of these seven, two of them are from Asia, both of them being translated from Japanese, and the rest of them are from continental Europe. Four of them are traditional novels, and three of them are graphic novels or manga. For all of these books, the translators do not get enough recognition, so I'm going to be putting their names up on the screen as I'm mentioning the books themselves. I don't know all of the translators, and some of them I do know, but I don't know how to say their names. That's what's happening. For the first one, I will try. But I want to make sure that we do credit them as well, because the work that they do is so important, both out of English into other languages and into English from different languages. They do so much hard work and are very much underappreciated. So they're definitely going to be mentioned here. And as always in all of my videos, whether I mention it or not, the trigger warnings for each and every book are in the very bottom of the description, so you don't get to see them if you don't want them for spoilers, but they are there if you do need them. For the first book, we're going to be going with Before the Coffee Gets Gold by Toshigawa Kawaguchi, and the translator for this is George Trizalu? Trizalot? Hence the screen title. <laughs> so this is a book that most of you will probably have heard of already, and I actually have a standalone video review for this book. This is a sci-fi fantasy, very light, where you can, if you sit in a certain seat and drink the coffee, travel back in time within this coffee shop. And we follow some people as they do choose to go on that journey and go back in time, and how this impacts their relationships. It's an absolutely beautiful book, both the first one and Tales from the Café, and I'm sure that the third book, which hasn't yet been translated into English, is just as beautiful. I'm waiting on tender hooks to be able to read it. I won't go too much into depth on this one because of course you can watch my standalone review, but let's just say I really recommend. And Before the Coffee Gets Cold was originally written in Japanese. Next up, for a non-traditional format, I'm going with Persepolis. So this is a graphic novel memoir of a young woman's time growing up in Iran and then moving to France and then returning to Iran. It is very deep, it discusses a lot of political differences as well as the life of living as an immigrant who speaks a different language in a different country. This is really beautiful, I know that Hannah from A Clockwork Reader, who is of the same ethnicity as the author, has said that this really hit home for her and her family, so in terms of from an own voices reviewer, it does still have some kudos there as well, I really do recommend this one. With it being a graphic novel, it is quite a quick read as well. In the original language, it was published in four different editions. Then when translated to English, it was originally published in two separate copies, binding up the first two and the third and fourth. And then there's been a Persepolis Complete Edition that's published in English with all four books combined. Originally, Persepolis was written in French. Now for a children's classic that I read when I was very young and had no clue was translated. Heidi is a story about a young girl who is living on the mountains with her grandfather until she's taken away by a well-meaning aunt and placed in the city where she thinks that she'll be better off. She's the friend 
of a disabled young girl and eventually Heidi runs away, she can't stand being in the city anymore and this young girl who's her friend follows after her. There is a lot of ableism within this book so I would like to warn you of that. It's not something that would have been thought about at the time so it is a product of its time but it is still there. This book is absolutely gorgeous, it is so beautifully written, the gorgeous prose, I adore it, it always made me feel like I was exploring nature and the countryside as a child. And Heidi was originally written in Swiss. Le Cassati is a biography all about the title-named woman's life, showing the extraordinary life that she led, and she's someone that I had never heard about until I saw this on NetGalley. I was intrigued by the cover and I decided to pick it up. This was such a surprise read for me to enjoy and I think I ended up giving it five stars when I read it. I absolutely loved it and hadn't heard about her at all. I really do recommend picking this one up if you've never heard of her. Of course, with it being a graphic novel, it's a nice quick introduction and it's very well translated. La Casati was originally written in Italian. The Princess Plot by Kirsten Boy is a book that I first read in my teenage years. So somewhere between 11 and 14 is when I first read this book. We follow a young girl whose mother has always been incredibly overprotective and has always wrapped her up in bubble wrap. And one day a film crew comes to town. They're trying to cast for the role of a princess in their new film and despite the fact that she knows her mother won't let her film the film regardless, she goes to audition anyway. And then the weirdest thing happens is that she's texting her mum about it because the line wasn't good when she tried to ring her, and her mum's fine with it. She's okay with her flying off to this Scandinavian country and to go and film this new movie. And she's not going to say no to this chance when everything has been so wrapped up and so careful for the rest of her life. But things aren't quite as they seem. This is such a fantastic twist on a standard YA contemporary. I adore it so much. Also, the second book that I can't remember the name of right now, Princess Trap, I think? This is a duology that I adored so, so much. And it wasn't until around 10 years later, when I was looking it up again, that I realised that the author hadn't originally written this book in English and it had in fact been translated. The Princess Plot was originally written in German. For the final non-traditional novel on this list, we have a manga, and that is Gantz. This is a very dark, very violent manga, so please do be aware of that before you do proceed to take a look at it. But essentially, these children are beamed in, teleported in from, I say children, teenagers, from all around Japan, and they are shoved in this room until suddenly they're teleported somewhere new and they have to kill each other to survive. It's very, very graphic, very, very violent, and I absolutely adore it. I've read the first six volumes of this manga and I've watched quite a bit of the anime. I don't tend to read that much manga myself. I have read some others, uh, Azumanga Daioh springs to mind, which I really enjoyed. The exact opposite of Gantz. Azumanga Daioh is adorable and you could give it to a five-year-old child. Gantz, not so much. <laughs> and as you may have gathered from the fact that it is a manga, Gantz was originally written in Japanese. And the last book on this list is Night by Elie Wiesel. This was gifted to me by Alex from Alex Black Reads, and this is a memoir about Wiesel's time as a Jew in the concentration camps during World War II. This is a very short book, but very hard-hitting, one that is quite difficult to read, but also quite important to read, as I'm sure you all know. I have heard that the following on books in the series are more fictionalised than the autobiographical style of the first book, so I haven't read those, I don't know if I will, but Night itself is a beautiful, harrowing, 
and heartbreaking true story of his time surviving the concentration camps. This book was actually translated by Wiesel's wife, so it has the emotional connection, so you know that the intent behind his words is definitely there in every single word of the translation, and Night was originally written in Yiddish. And those are seven books in translation that you might not have known were translated, and that I definitely recommend you pick up. I'm sure quite a few of you will have read Heidi and Before the Coffee Gets Cold, and also probably quite a few of you, I believe Americans read Night in School, so quite a few of you may have read that there. But the other books you might not have heard of, and they are very good, I've recommended them for a reason, so I really do hope you pick them up. Please let me know down in the comments below your favourite translated book, I'm always on the lookout for more books in translation, so I would love to add some more to my list. Please do like the video if you've enjoyed, down in the description, along with the trigger warnings for each of these books, is also my book blog, my bookstagram, my book twitter, and my goodreads page. Page. and if you liked watching this and you'd like to see some more from me then please do hit subscribe. Thank you so much for watching folks and I will see you tomorrow. Bye!